San Jose Sharks 2-1. A game where the Rangers deserved to win. They did. And it wasn't... The lack of goal scoring is a concern for me. Even though the Rangers... You know, they outshot the Sharks 43-23. They found a way to win in the third period. And that's all good. But the Rangers, like I said, they are spotty. And they've had moments where they've exploded for a lot of goals. But more so than not... They, they struggled to score five on five. Now, they did the winning goal, Julian Gauthier. This was a face-off win, five on five goal. And the Sharks have a really good penalty kill, best in the league. And the Rangers' power play wasn't horrible. It did go over three, but mostly good. At the end of the game, the very end was disappointing. It's like... That third period, 19 great minutes, then one really ugly one where the Rangers should have had it easily, and they almost lost the game. I mean, Shesterkin makes a great save on, I believe, Couture uh, to hold it at 2-1. to one. But Julian Gauthier, he scores that game when he goes. Deflection off the shot by Jacob Truba, so give Truba credit for the shot you know, going through. Like I said, face-off win by Ryan Carpenter, Miller to Truba, and Gauthier with deflection. And Gauthier continues to contribute. And that's obviously a huge goal. He drew another penalty in this game uh, early in the first period. And it's not like Gauthier is playing that much, really. This was not a game where Gallant really rolled four lines. The kid line played substantially more than the fourth line. Fourth line would kind of get the every... Like, he would roll three, and every now and then he would roll the fourth line. And you know what? The fourth line looked pretty good. And it, it just goes to show you, you take Ryan Reeves off that fourth line, and, and it's it's pretty effective. I think that it could use some tweaks, ideally, but Blay, Carpenter, Goche is a fourth line, not terrible. And to be honest with you, you got to think about moving Goche up. The problem is they really don't trust him defensively. I don't think that'll ever change. But you have to weigh options, and Goche is definitely an offensive force. Now, how, like, if you just moved him on that Panarin line, how would that work? I don't know, honestly. Like, Panarin... He, he might nullify, it may not be a good combination, to be honest. But, you know, there's other options that could be in play. Look, I mean, it's not as if Jimmy Vesey's a staple with Zibanejad and Kreider, but that's a conversation for another day. But Goche, it's just impressive what he's done. This was someone who cleared waivers. He was sent, you know, he had to go through waivers and was sent down. And the Rangers are very lucky that that happened. Because if that happened now, he'd easily be claimed. Uh, I mean, Dryden Hunt was claimed. And Goche was not at the time. And now he's up here pretty much for good. Now, as the season wears on and, you know, could he be a healthy scratch? Of course, I could definitely see that. But as of right now, no, not even close. And so, Kravtsov is going to stay on the bench for now. And certainly Ryan Reeves is. To me, I mean, it's two different situations, right? I mean, Kravtsov's more top six, you know, profile. Whereas Reeves is obviously bottom six. But, you know, I think that Kraftsov is closer to cracking the lineup. Look, Ryan Reeves, and I, I don't, I'm not upset by this, and there is a purpose for him, but I just don't think that the money, like, what Reeves is paid, it's not worth it for him to be on the roster. But I understand the morale, you know, the, even him not playing, there's probably something to be said for that. But still, I'm happy that Ryan Reeves is out of this lineup as it makes the fourth line better. There was one lineup change, as I thought might happen. Zach Jones was in for Libor Hayek. You know, Zach Jones was okay in this game. Uh, Jones Schneider, 
it was all right. And I would expect Jones to play next game as well. But that could be saying that really changes frequently between Jones and Hayek. It's still not an ideal situation, but this is what it was. And you know, the next game's against the Kings. And then you have the Ducks the next night. And, you know, I think if things go poorly against the Kings, and, I, and look, the Rangers are going to struggle to score goals in that game. If that ends up in a loss, you might just see the other player play that next game. And then, in fact, that could mean, you know, someone like Kraftsov coming in. Really, Carpenter would probably be the one, I mean, definitely would be the one that would be on the outs. If someone were to be scratched, Carpenter, I think, would be that next guy. But again, even he did well, and you know, he had that key face-off win. He did take the one-ranger penalty. This was also the return of Barkley Goodrow. I hadn't thought about that. That Goodrow had not been back to San Jose. So I, I guess, la- which makes me think, I guess last year, I guess he must have been hurt. COVID was going around a little bit too. Yeah, might have been a COVID thing, right? When the Rangers had that COVID bump, because I know Gallant wasn't in there. So I guess, yeah, Goodrow. And I wasn't sure maybe when he was traded to Tampa in 20, uh, right in the 2020 season, if he somehow was in, you know, Played against him. It didn't happen. Goodrow had the Game 7 overtime winner against Vegas, who was coached by Gerard Gallant at the time, in 2019. So fond memories there. Look, Barkley Goodrow, as much as we think of him with the Lightning winning two cups, he was with the Sharks for about six years. Broke in with the San Jose Sharks. So, you know, they, they gave him a nice tribute. And Goodrow, you know, he is he is what he is. He's, uh, he's versatile. Ideally, he shouldn't really be playing with Panarin and Trocek, but that's where they're at right now. But the Rangers played really well. And there's not a whole lot to say in terms of going into the play-by-play of the game. I mean, Reimer, James Reimer was really good. And, and I guess it's nice to beat David Quinn. Not that I, as I said in the last uh, episode where the Rangers lost to the Sharks, for me, there's no you know ill feelings towards David Quinn at all. But it is nice. You don't want to lose to them twice. That was that first game was a game the Rangers really should have won. San Jose is not a very good hockey team. So the Rangers, they, they got the result. It was frustrating that it took as long as it did. But they got what they needed. Like I said, first period, uh, Stephen Lorenz, former Carolina Hurricane, and also Julian Gauthier, former Carolina Hurricane, is tripped by Lorenz. Uh, and so at 248, Rangers get a power play. They were 0 for 3 tonight on the power play. Rangers' first period I thought was pretty strong. It was. Like definitely, technically speaking, their second period was probably their worst, but it was it was fine. This was not like the uh, Kraken game, but the Rangers' first period was really strong. Carpenter takes a boarding penalty at the end of the first. It's I under it looked bad. I don't think Carpenter. I don't the intent like Quinn was looking for a five minute penalty. It was not that, but I, I think two minutes is about right. It, it didn't look good. I don't think Carpenter. It was the timing wasn't quite there. He's not a dirty player, but. Boarding on Carpenter. Rangers kill that off at the start of the second. And then they get a, a couple more power plays that they're unsuccessful on as Adam Fox is held by Timo Meyer at 616. And then Kaka was held by Nick Bonino at 1542. So kid line was was okay. And Kako, Kako Kako is just he's not a goal scorer. It, it, it's a lot of bad luck, but Kako is not a goal scorer. You you start to, you know, look, this is Kako's fourth season. And I think that he can be and is. An effective NHL player. There's a lot that he brings to the table. Like whereas Lexi Lafreniere, and theoretically Lafreniere, there's more upside. Like what are we really seeing from Lafreniere? Not a whole lot, you know. When I when I evaluate the three kids and Heedle, if we want to, Heedle is still young. 
Philip Heedle is definitely the most seasoned and like Heedle looks the most to me composed and consistent among the three. But Kako brings a lot of good things to the table. It's very frustrating that he's that, that the results aren't there. And in part, I blame him. In part, I just you know it's a little bit of bad luck, I guess. But Lafreniere, I, I need to see a lot more from him. Really, really do. So we head to the third tide, and that's 11 of the 19 Ranger games this year have been tied going to the third. That's a tough place to be. Now, last year, the Rangers were excellent when tied going to the third, but a lot of the times they were leading, right? And so this year, they've only led in, I think, maybe four of the 19. Games are usually tied. Rangers have been playing in a lot of close games all season long, and but luckily the Rangers are able to get it done in this one. It was a really strong third period by the Rangers. A lot of chances all over the place. You know, I still think that, like, Artemi Panarin, it's it's been a struggle. It has. I thought Zibanejad was a tick off tonight. I know that, the I mean, Zibanejad had, like, eight shots on goal. But I, I thought Zibanejad was slightly off. Not, not, not for lack of effort. Panarin is more of a frustration. But Rangers had a lot of chances. And they finally score. With about six minutes left in regulation, face-off win by Carpenter. It goes to Keandre Miller. He passes it to Truba. Uh, it's a one-time slap shot, and it's deflected in by Julian Gauthier. Third goal of the season for Goats. Gives Rangers a one-nothing lead, and that was really, really big. It's really big for them to get contributions, and Gauthier just continues to come through. It's good. It's it's really good to see. This is I think for him, he views this as his last chance because when he got, when he was sent down, it probably felt at that point all right like. It's kind of amazing that Julian Gauthier is still with the Rangers organization. There were plenty of times, and it was look, and part of it was lack of interest from other teams. You look at the Seattle Kraken expansion draft, and they took Colin Blackwell. It just and, and Gauthier, there was rumors that he had requested a trade, and I can understand why, like, but that could be true. And here he is. It's just one of those. It, it's a cool. It's a cool story where the smart money would have told you, yeah, Goche would probably go elsewhere, not really have a whole lot of, of success elsewhere, but this is an NHL talent. Definitely. I mean, the size and speed is there. So Goche scores, makes it one nothing. Then the Rangers almost made it 2 nothing. Jimmy Vizi, I wish he was a little bit quicker on the shot. It was a nice save by Reimer, but Vizi had a chance to make it 2 nothing. didn't. Eventually, the Rangers do a nice job defensively, and they do score an empty net goal. Adam Fox extends his point streak to eight games. So, Thank you know, luckily with that empty net goal, the Fox streak continues. Sixth goal of the season for Fox from Zabanajad and VZ. And before this, Kreider passed up an open net to pass it to VZ, who was had an off angle. I don't know why. Kreider sometimes with these empty net empty net situations is really driving me nuts. But they score the goal there. But then they put on the kid line, which I'm alright with in a two-goal game. Look, I, I had I was a proponent of give them chances. And it was there was a line change. It wasn't the full kid line that was still on. Truba, and I don't know where the other defenseman was. It was a bad situation where Truba makes a bad play and kind of puts himself out of position. I think he was looking for the, the bank off the boards. I don't know what was going on there. But it ends up with an easy goal for Logan Couture. His ninth goal of the season. So the captain scores for the Sharks, assisted by Hurdle and Meyer, with a little more than 15 seconds left in the third. So, all right. Rangers should still be okay, but no. They almost tied the game late, where the Rangers, they they win the faceoff, which almost hurt them. They won, they won the faceoff, and they weren't really smart with it. They gave it up pretty quickly, and the Sharks, you know, they went down, and 
Couture almost scored again with four seconds left, but Shesterkin made a great save. Miller and Fox were on at this point with Goodrow, Zabanajad, and Carpenter. And that would have been really, really bad. They, they kind of swept it under the rug. Like, it wasn't really... It, it was bad enough where they should have asked Galant, hey, like, what happened there at the end of the game? That was not good. They kind of took their foot off the gas, but they win the game 2-1. to one. And then again, they deserve to win just because of that bad last stretch. They still deserve to win. They improved to 9-6-4. and four, And now they head to L.A. And they'll take on the Kings and the Ducks. I'm confident that they can beat the Ducks. They, they showed that. The Ducks are really one of the worst defensive teams in the league. Look, you'll, I mean... Vitrano scored last game. You'll have some former Rangers that'll be pumped up, but it's different. It's not, it's the second game against the Rangers, and and the Ducks can score goals. There's talent there, but my point is this: the Kings one I know is going to be difficult. It's going to be low scoring. The Rangers are going to have a tough time scoring goals. They're going to have to grind that one out. I hope that Shesterkin's in that. We've seen some funky business where like where Halak played against Nashville, where I would have went Shesterkin. It's kind of a similar situation here. So I would personally go Igor versus the Kings and Halak versus the Ducks. I really think that you want to, like, find perfection versus the Kings. Like, it's a, it's a situation where you're actually more likely to give up more goals versus the Ducks. But that's all right, because I think you can score the goals yourself. Whereas I think any one mistake could cost you. We'll see what they do. And, and if they go the other way, it's not a huge deal, but... I hope it's Igor, then Halak. Back-to-back nights. Would love to get three out of four points there. So the Rangers are now, like I said, the goal for me was five or six. And one more win does it. And I think one more win should happen. It should. But West Coast game, it's never easy. But let's see. Uh, Rangers-Kings will be a challenge. You know, I'm thinking back to last year where the Rangers, they might have been shut. And again, COVID was bad the Vegas game was really bad last year, but I think the King game, the Rangers might have gotten one goal. I think they might have been down two nothing, and they got one goal late. And we know that you know they're pretty stingy defensively, so it, it'll be a challenge. But the Rangers, they're, they're playing a little bit better. I, I still feel that there's more to to give, and there's more production to be had. But it's all right. This is a step in the right direction. Rangers win it two one at San Jose.